Welcome to the Spirit of Prophecy Church. It is 9.32. I apologize for being late. On uh, the 19th day of June? September. August? September. September. October. Okay, that's it. October. <laughs> July. <laughs> September. It's our privilege to welcome you to the Spirit of Prophecy Church. We have a fantastic... Thank you. Uh, speaker here for you this morning, Tony Fausto, and uh, what he he is so humbly not telling you is he actually was a clown for many years. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> and, and we like to have him come in and entertain us, Amen. and he can make all of those animals out of those long balloons. So he's he's quite an entertainer. He's really good, and he's also really good in speaking about the Lord. Lord, I ask you to give Tony your anointing this morning. Help him to say the right words, not say the wrong words. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hi. It's really the Holy Spirit. So. <laughs> so thank you, Lord. So we have peace in the midst of a storm. Actually, this class is really good because... You're going to see that it go, it's very simple how to have peace. Sometimes it looks to, to us really difficult. Oh, my God, how could I have peace? But really, it's very simple. God used six days where he worked. The seventh, what did he do? Rest. Rested. Peace. Peace, why? Because he takes care of us. That's as simple as it could get. You know, he cares for us so we can have peace. So we start here and all the crises that we are seeing unfolding in front of our eyes in today's world, all these events, they were all prophesied. You see, when prophecy church, right? Prophesied thousands of years ago by the prophets of old. So there's nothing new. In Ecclesiastes 1.9, it says, The things that have been is that which shall be, and that which is done is that which shall be done, and there's no new thing under the sun. That we could count on. You know, we have a Lord that never changes. Isn't that good? Amen. His love never changes. Amen. You know, he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow to and forever thank you lord so we can count on that okay in god's word we find the secret you want to know the secret yeah. in god's word <laughs> to real peace no matter what's going around us it doesn't matter what is going around us you know but he promised he will hold our hands okay he will never leave us nor forsake us. Our God is big and strong enough to protect and take care of us in any situation. It doesn't matter what's going on. It doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter if there's this, uh, uh, a mark of the beast. He will still protect us. But we need to trust him, right? The problem is that most of us know about God. Oh, there's a lot of people that you ask them, you know God? Yes, yes, I know God. But really, do they really know it? Okay. But very few 
have a real intimate relationship with him. You see, that's a secret. You have to know him. <laughs> you know, he's not a God all the way over there. He's over there, but he's over here too. You know, he's not like us. You know, he's everywhere. And we can count on him. The very hair of our head. Even here, you don't see any hair here, but there's a little ones there. But he knows about it. He has encountered. Okay? And, and, and that girl over there, what's your name? You. Yeah. Yeah, with a big hair. Huh? Look at that beautiful hair. Every tiny, you know, uh, how do you say that? Uh, that is counted. Okay? So praise the Lord. We have a big God. So that's the problem. You know, they know about God. Okay? Very few lack a real intimate relationship with him. And that relationship comes only, only through the study of his word and spending time alone with him. You see? With that word. And just getting on your knees. You know, why is it good to get on your knees? Because you humble yourself. <laughs> you see, that, that's what, amen. That, you see, we have two big enemies. One, everybody knows, the devil. What's the next enemy we have? Ourselves. And you know, and the devil likes to make us proud. Oh, we're so good, you know. But that's why we need to stay humble. You know, humble because really, like Jesus said, without me, you can do how many things? Nothing. Nothing is through him. Many people have a wrong notion. They've been taught that to get closer to God, they need to better themselves. You know, I need to be good. I need to be very good. Okay? That's what they... Most of the religions, that's what they teach. You know, oh, you have to be good. Okay, I'm a good person. I don't do that. Well, I'm, I'm getting ahead. They come to believe that it's through their own works that they get closer to God. Okay, here, I have this bed. But look, I do two good things. So I'm, I'm gooder than better. I'm gooder than better. Well, God doesn't see, God sees sin. It doesn't matter if it's a little sin. For him, it's the same sin. <laughs> okay? Okay, there's no little sin or big sin. And let's say it. Just like David, the big man of God, David. You know, in Psalm 21, ah, 51, sorry. 51, what did he say? You know, he said, you know, that we, that though his, uh, uh, all his work, all the things that we could do for God, it doesn't mean anything if your heart is not right. Okay? So that's, that's the secret. They tend to compare themselves one with others. Okay? And that determines who is good, I'm good. And who is bad? In their eyes. You see? Our vision sometimes is short, okay? And we think, and we think. But if we think, 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 we probably 
stink, stink, stink. <laughs> you know, that's the problem. We think sometimes too much. You know, we let our own self determine, you know, what is good, what is bad. But really, you know, God wants our hearts. He wants our relationships. At the end, it's a love relationship. Everything else, you know, it's works. Love. He wants you heart. He wants you love. And boy, is he the lover of the lovers. He's really a good God, isn't he? Amen. All the time. Okay. Okay. They say, oh, I'm not as bad as so-and-so. I will never do the things that he or she does. I am a good person. You know, sometimes you're witnessing to, to somebody, you know, and you say, you know, you're a sin. Oh, no, 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 I'm a good person, you know. And they believe it, you know, that's what they're being taught, you know. And then they have to realize and come to the knowledge that, boy, we all are sinners. <laughs> we all in the same boat, you know. We all in the same boat. Our thoughts, you know, just our thoughts, you know, shows. In Romans 3, 23 and 24, you guys should know this verse by heart. Come on. For all have sinned. Don't even look over there. Come on. One, two, three. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Amen. 24, being justified freely by his grace. What do you mean freely? Huh? Giving to us. Okay? Through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Look at this next one. Whom God has set forth to be a prepetition. Prep That's it. Propitiation. <laughs> He's my helper. <laughs> Through faith in his blood. To declare his righteousness. Whose righteousness? His righteousness. His righteousness. For the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God. God loves us and he wants us, you know. So he made a way where there was no way. In Isaiah 64, 6 to 7, it says, But we are all as unclean things. Wait a minute. He's, he's not talking about me, right? No. no. He's talking about everybody else. <laughs> We all, all, I'm learning English. What is all, what does it mean? Yeah, okay. <laughs> For we all as an unclean thing, and our righteousness are as filthy rags. Wow. Is that true? Yes. Now, the filthy rags, I don't even want to talk about, but when they talked about in the, uh, you know, when uh, this verse was done, filthy rags was a really dirty thing that I'm not going to get into, you know. But, you know, that's how our righteousness, when we think we're righteous, you know, is. Because righteousness only comes through him. And we all do fade as a leaf. We all start getting old. Some, some do, you know. 
I mean, I have to tell my kids, hey, you guys are getting old. I'm getting younger every day. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, and all do fade as a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, has taken us away. That's what we have to keep our eyes on Jesus all the time. It is through him. Okay, that's how <clears throat> the last class we were talking about, you know, you remember the last class he was talking about what? About the, the, the um, how you call them? the Eastern religion and how they come in, you know, and all the, you know, the devil likes to pump that, you know, wow, I'm so good, you know, I could raise the dead, they think. You know, maybe the devil gives him a little thing. But it's not him. It's not us. When we go, we go in his name. You know, and he gives us the authority. Without his authorities, we don't have anything. Amen. That's it. Amen. And there's none that calleth upon thy name that stirs up himself to take hold of thee. For thou hast hid thy face from us and hast consumed us. Because of our iniquities. Okay? And Isaiah 32, 17, it says, And the work of righteousness shall be peace. So in our work of righteousness, to be like him, you know, there we find peace. And the effects of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. You're sure. You know. It doesn't matter what's going on. Even if it comes to the point that you have to put your head there because they say, okay, you have the, uh, denounced Jesus and you will live. Uh, you know that's not life. So you just put your head there and know that you're coming to his arm right away. <laughs> Amen. There's nothing that can separate us from the love of God. In Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. You don't even have to look there. Come on, let's say it together. For by grace are you saved through faith. And that's not of yourself. It is a gift of God. Not a works, lest any man should boast. Simple. 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 That's what gives us peace. Knowing his word. Knowing the assurance. Knowing that we can have peace with him because he promised he promised and i say this verse all the time the lord told us he will never leave us nor forsake because he doesn't matter what's going on around us why because he promised and he's what happens if i'm all away in the other side of the world and maybe the lord's not there huh good he's always there <laughs> it doesn't matter if you take you know, a plane, or you take a, 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 I don't know, whatever, and go to the moon. He's still there. <laughs> okay? So he's every place. So it's not of ourselves. It is a gift. Look at that. It's a gift. Gift. Can you work for gift? No, if it's a gift, it's a gift. Thank you. That's all you can say. <laughs> Thank you. <coughs> oh, I jumped. Not at work, let's send him into bulls. Amen. Amen. So it is a gift that God, he just gives it to us because he loves us. Amen. That's the only way we could go to him. Romans 5, 1. 
therefore being justified by our good, how good we are. No. no. <laughs> by faith. Amen. <laughs> we have peace. You see how simple is it? It goes with salvation. So, so. So, so. You know, oh, I'm saved now. I, now I have to really work and find out so I can have peace. You have peace right there. You just have to take it by faith. It's always taking it by faith. It's just by faith. You just take it by faith. The devil is going to tell, oh, no, 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 it's not for you. But you have to take it. You know, your mind is going to say, you're not good enough. I know you. You know, you, no, you can. You don't have it. I'm going to come and going to eat you. But you say, shut up, devil. I have peace. You cannot do anything to me because I have the Lord. And the Lord is bigger than you. You're just a bluff. <laughs> Amen. 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 He's a bluff. He always goes, oh, oh, oh. You know, you just have to say, shut up, devil. <laughs> and sometimes, you know what? Sometimes you have to tell you, to yourself, you know what? You're overreacting. Buddy, you know, stay in your place. He said, and I believe, even if it doesn't look like it. You know, even if it doesn't look, it looks like the end. Oh, my God, I'm going to the end. This is it. It's not it. Because he promised if you have the Lord, you know. Now, if you don't have the Lord, okay. I agree. You better be scared and you better you know because then you don't have anything but with the lord you have everything you have the biggest giant on the block oh but what about you know all the you know atomic bombs and all that he's bigger than that he's bigger than that there's no atomic Mom, you can use against him. <laughs> okay? So, thank you, Lord. You are in the winning side if you have him. So you can have that peace. You see how simple it is? It's simple. It is because he said so. That's it. Don't complicate yourself. The enemy likes to complicate things. Oh, you're not there yet. You're not there, you know. Maybe after many years of, you know, sacrificing, you do this and you do that, then maybe. But it's not like that. You know, the seventh day he rested. Just having rest. Don't let the enemy, don't let yourself, you know, fool you. Okay? You have it if you have him. As simple as that. Did I read this one already? I did? Okay, good. <laughs> as you can see, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. For God, for God, there's no small sin or big sin. They all sin. <coughs> sin separate 
us from God. That's it. You know? But if you believe, we have his grace. You believe. Maybe you mind. <gasps> no, I need to freak out. You have to learn how to say to your mind, you know what? Be quiet. <laughs> I'm sorry, you have to learn how to say that to your mind, you know? Be quiet, you know? And I'm going to trust, even if everything looks like the end. Like the three children of, of, of God, you know, in Daniel, remember? You know, <laughs> it looked like the end, but it was the beginning of a big thing. You see, God gets some of his greatest victories out of seeming defeat. Amen. <clears throat> John 14, 6, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes up to the Father but by me. We can trust in him. Yes. Amen. One way. Oh, well, is it if if I'm really good, you know, if I'm not like the other ones, you know? Yeah, God 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 is gonna make a way for me because I'm good. Right? No. <laughs> okay. Amen. That's right. No religion can save you. Oh, man. What do you mean? No religion can save you? No? You sure? Good. <laughs> Only in the sacrifice at the cross, there's salvation and real peace. It goes together. It goes together. It's not a different thing. It goes together. It goes together with your salvation. It goes together. You see, in the world, they go, oh, if you receive Jesus, then you're gonna have, everything is going to be good. Well, it is going to be in the spirit, but in the flesh, you just start a war. <laughs> you just declare war on the devil, and he's not going to be sitting, oh, 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 now you're Jesus. Okay, I won't touch you now. You can have everything you want. What do you want, a million dollars? Okay. You know, no, no. That's a lie. That's when the real battle starts, you know. But then that's when it doesn't matter what's happening. You can have that peace. And that peace comes from what? From who? From Jesus. Why? Yeah, and because he said so. That's where the word comes. You trust not your mind. Know what you're feeling. You trust in what? In the word. In the word. Why? Because he said so. And that's it. He said so. Don't try to analyze it. Oh, well, let me see, Jesus. Were you really saying that? You know, that's the problem. You hear so many big scholars, you know, and I'm not talking bad about anybody. You know, they get into this subject and one goes here and one goes there. Even, I mean, if you read Matthew 24 and you, you read it, you know, they have this verse that they made this whole movie on, you know, the, 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 the left behind, what was it? <laughs> the left behind, what's the name of the movie? 
It, it is okay, good. You know, and, and they, one of the biggest verses is that two are on the field, the one will be taken away. But that comes after Jesus came. If you see, Jesus said, you know, immediately after the tribulation of those days, what happened? He's going to be cut. And then afterwards, that verse, and he's going, then, then, come on. Either you, you, you don't want to hear it, <laughs> you know, you just want to make your own doctrine or whatever. Isn't it? It is. It's clear. Just read Matthew 24 as he goes. And that's Jesus trying to put, because, mind you, prophecy, right, could be a little bit difficult because, you know, like revelations, you know, he goes and, and you don't know where things go. Now, I believe you really read Daniel and, you know, and, and getting to uh, uh, prophecy, you realize, okay, this is talking about this time and this is talking about that time. But, you know, you could get confused. You know, that's what the devil, you know, he wants to get you confused. But at the end, it's simple, but not that simple. <laughs> but, but, but it's simple. I'm going too much. Am I going? To? Okay, no, no, I have that. <laughs> okay, so no religion can save you. Okay? Forget it. It doesn't matter if you're Mormon or whatever, or if you, uh, uh, you say you're Christian. Christian, at the end, is really not a religion. It's a relationship. Okay? So just because you say you're Christian doesn't mean anything. Well, yes, it means a lot, but it doesn't mean anything thinking that you're going to go. It's through faith in his word. And there you have the peace that you need. Why? Because he said so. Amen. Everything is based on what? The word. Just like Jesus when he was here. Did he say, I do whatever I want to do? What did he say? You know, the word, he's the word. It's the same thing. Simple. <laughs> anyway, just before Jesus breathed his last breath, he said, it is finished. It is finished. In that very moment, he had accomplished the sacrifice at the cross, giving us <laughs> the possibility for the second time to spend eternity with our God. You see, when the devil full man, he thought he had it. You see, God, he knew that God can live with, with sin. So he said, oh, now look at God. I won the, the race here. Oh, you wanted to have a relationship with him, but you cannot have it. They have now. I owe them, you know. But God had something up his sleeve. <laughs> he already he knew it. You know, and that's why the lamb was sacrificed from the beginning, even before, you know. So it was through his faithfulness, his sacrifice, that we were all going to be able to come to God and have the relationship that we wanted to God. But I don't know if this is right, but I was thinking about this the other day. You know, the Lord had to get rid of all the, how do you call the, there's the, the, the wheat and the tares. He had to get rid of all the tares without any excuse. So 
you know, the Lord won the race. <laughs> Though the devil thought he had won, God had, he was, he had, you know, he was before him. Uh, how do you call? He, he was a step before him. Okay, good, good. Just before Jesus' breath, his last breath, he said, I know I read it, it is finished. At that very moment, he had accomplished the sacrifice at the cross, giving us the possibility for the second time to spend eternity with God. Isn't that a beautiful? Yes. We could be eternal. He says that things that I had not seen, no ear heard, no has entered into the heart of man are the things that God has prepared for them that love him. So imagine living in eternity with our God. Isn't that going to be? We can't even imagine. <laughs> so we can't even imagine, but boy, it sounds really good. <laughs> the creator of everything. We had lost it in the garden, and there was no human sacrifice, and there's no human sacrifice possible that we could do to get it back again. That union with our God, that is the reason he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father, but through him, through Jesus. Amen. Amen. He was the sacrifice from the beginning. In John 14, 27, it says, Peace, I live with you. My peace, I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. That's why we need the word. No, it's through the word. The cardinal mind is what? Enmity against God. It's not subject to the law of God. Neither indeed can it be. So don't try to reason it. You're never going to be able. You have to take it by faith. Through his blood. Through his sacrifice. When he said, it is It's done. The seventh day, we could take it by faith because God said so. We could have peace. It doesn't matter what happens around you. I, I, I gave this testimony, but this is a pretty heavy testimony that I read from, uh, um, it was in China during the, you know, uh, when Mao Zedong was taking over and it was a whole bunch of killing, but there was this little town, uh, uh, and uh, um, uh, there was a, a missionary lady that had, you know, all these kids, you know, and and the, the whole bunch of bandits were coming to the, the little town. They were killing. The, you heard explosion, and, you know, and, you know, she got everybody together and said, you know what? She read in Psalm 91 and said, we all going to go to sleep now. And they went to sleep. The next morning, you know, they got up. The story I read, I think it, it, the name was not even a knock, you know. But they woke up, and, you know, they opened the door, and everything around was just, you know, little fires, you know. It, it, they had done mayhem, you call it, you know. The only little house that was standing was there, not even a knock. So God did something, <laughs> you know. They didn't see the house. So is God big enough 
this. You know, so it doesn't matter. You know, we get, oh, the mark of the beast, how are we going to do? Look at this. I mean, with this other thing that they want us to do, which I'm not going to mention right now. Uh, what are we going to do? <laughs> we might lose. No, you know, if you trust the Lord, Amen. you know, Amen. he will show you a way. Yes, he will. But he wants to see if you believe. That's it. He wants to see. Are you going to believe? It's a test. Amen. It's a test. It's a test. At the end, it's a test. Thank you, Lord. Doesn't that give us peace? You know? Peace in the midst of the storm. I read this one, right? Okay, good. John 17, 3. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Life eternal. Well, that's in the future, right? When we get over there, that's when life eternal starts, right? Not really, you know? Life eternal starts when you have that peace, you know, when you enter into that peace. And it doesn't matter what's going on around you. You have that peace, that peace, which passes our understanding. We cannot understand. Oop, did I pass one? Yeah. Yeah, our faith in the sacrifice. Did I read this okay before? No? No. Our faith in the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross gives us the way to the Father. You see, I, I was studying this before, so <laughs> if I read it now. Okay. Our faith in the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross gives us the way to the Father. Our God, in His love for us, gave His so only Son. To be sacrificed on the cross for you and me. That was the only way possible back to God and possible to have that peace. Remember, peace. Everybody might be freaking around you. Oh my God, what should we do? I, I don't know what to do. And you could tell them, you know what? You know, receive Jesus. Come. And then you can have that peace. We might have to but you know the other side he's waiting for us so that's what gives us peace oh come on you guys know this verse right John 3 16 how does it go for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth him should not perish but have everlasting life I give it to you in Spanish porque de tal manera Amó Dios al mundo que ha dado a su Hijo unigénito para que todo aquel que en él crea no se pierda, mas tenga vida eterna. Isn't that nice? Life eternal, peace eternal. Oh, next week. John 3.36, you know this one too. He that believes on the Son has everlasting life. And he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. So once you have Jesus, you have that peace. Only if you don't have Jesus and you resist Jesus, then, then you have the wrath. Then you have to be, you have to be worried. You have to be worried in this world right now. <laughs> John 16, 33. 33. 
the things I have spoken unto you. Uh -huh. These things have I spoken unto you, that in, uh, that in, hey, wait. These things have I spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation. But be a good cheer, because I have overcome the world. And you know, in a way, if you have Jesus and you have that peace, you have overcome the world too, with him. <laughs> with him. <laughs> Amen? Psalms 4.8, I will both lay thee down in peace and sleep. For thou, Lord, only maketh me to dwell in safety. Now, that safety, it might not be looking like safety. He might look like, oh my God, they're coming. You know, they're killing everybody. You know, they're looking for Christians. <laughs> should, should, I, should I deny him so I can live or should I? You know, that's when you go, you know what? I have peace. I know where I'm going. <laughs> and maybe the Lord is not going to let him touch the door. But if they do, and if they take you, you still have you still have the Lord. He's the big guy. <laughs> okay? <clears throat> he, he, he is, you know? Look at that little baby. But look how the world is. It's <laughs> the whole world <laughs> is getting, you know, the, the water and dirty water up to their neck, you know? But you and the Lord, you can have peace. You can sleep like a baby. Now, mind you, if you sleep as a baby at night, it's probably because you don't have a baby at home. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> there's no other way. The only way to the Father is by the sacrifice made by his son on the cross. And the only way that we can have peace in the midst of the storm is to know and be close to our God. To know that's how we can have peace. You see how they go together? Okay. In him there's peace. Even during the worst storm. Revelations 3.20. You guys know this. Come on. You know it, right? Okay, don't look over there. <clears throat> don't look over there. So how does it start? Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come to him and will sup with him and he with me. What does he mean? He will sup with us. What does that mean? When you sup with somebody, what happens? Usually you, you're talking, you're sharing. <laughs> Lord, I have this heartache and this is hard. You know, so he hears you. But then you're going to sup with him. What do you think you're going to read? Receive from him peace, love, the word of God that, you know, that passes all the understanding of our mind. And look, I think this is the end. Thank you, Lord. I only have two minutes. God bless you guys. Thank you. Thank you over there in video land. We love you. Okay. Jesus gives us peace in the midst of a storm but peace thank you lord yes i will not move <laughs>
Welcome to Spirit Prophecy Church. So glad that all of you could come and join us here in Plano, Texas. Just Plano, Texas. So just come and visit us anytime that you can. We'd love to have you. Our church service starts at 9.30 a.m. and to encourage you to tune in at that time. And also for those of you that come here, be sure that you come at 9.30 because if you don't, you miss the, a lot of what goes on in church. A couple of things. I've been doing training of the prophets um, once a month. Yeah, for those of you that are, okay, that's good. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Have a great group of people uh, that have joined um, in the training. And yesterday, yesterday didn't get to share about our hats. So what we did is that we had, um, had them make a hat that would represent who they are in the natural. Because a lot of things that we do in the natural, we also do in the spiritual and in the prophetic. And that, that's just kind of you know, help us to all get to know who they are. It was really a bonding time, a great time. I thought it was awesome. I think everybody else did too. We learned a lot. But so I just wanted her just to show you her hat for those of you that didn't get to see because she did walk out the door and forget her hat. Uh, she works, you work a lot of hours and a lot of night hours. So I had to forgive her for forgetting her hat because, you know, no sleep, right? So that's okay. But I love your hat. So tell me just a little bit real quick about it. I already had this hat. And um, since we had to do something that represented us, so I used this hat. I'm a nurse. I've got my stethoscope, my hand sanitizer, and the forever mask. <laughs> and then I have this little bows around it to show I can be a girly girly. And then I have this bow at the back to show that I can be strong at the same time too. And she is. So that was really. So this is just something we did a little bit yesterday. Thank you. We'll let you go off this way. If you don't go down that way, it's too big of a step. I want to make sure that. Yes. All right. Praise God. A couple of quick announcements, right quick. Uh, if you have not signed up for like to bring donuts, some kind of food or something, we're going to hand this around. Um, encourage you to sign up for that, and. Try to remember what date you are down. Also, um, Melissa and Sharonda. Sharonda's back there. Melissa's probably in the children's church. We are headed to Dubai. Uh, we, we leave next Thursday, the 23rd. What did I say? What is this next Thursday? What did I say wrong? Same. Thank you, Alfredo. It's the same thing, right? Good grief. Don't confuse me this morning. That's not right. That's not fair. So oh, here comes the group. So we have more children than we have adults anymore. So praise the Lord. Come on in. Come on in. We're going to praise the Lord with them. They know how to praise God if you'll watch them. Just learn from them. Anyway, so we're going to have, uh, we're leaving on Thursday, the 23rd. I'll just say it that way. To Dubai. And then uh, Melissa comes back on the 9th. And then we, uh, no, 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 no. On the 2nd. And then, actually, and then on the first, Sharon and I and the Massies, we go on to Pakistan. So I've asked that you sign up. Uh, you can, two people can be on a line. I don't care, or three or whatever. But I want, it's almost filled up. So if I can have even more people sign up for one a day, a 24-hour fasting for our, you know, to pray for us, I would really, really appreciate it. God has already just done mightily. I have the talks ready that I'm supposed to do that I believe God's laid on my heart. Uh, Sharonda and Melissa and I, Stan and Brandon, and I think Doug maybe, if I heard right. Doug, anybody else? So anyway, we, um, and also in the sea, we fasted and, and prayed from Monday noon till about 7 o'clock on Friday night. 
uh, it was great. So I really enjoyed the, the fasting. God really spoke uh, mightily, so I knew the prayers were going up, and it was it was great. So anyway, if I'm going to pass this around, I have, and if you have not signed up and you'd like to, I would really appreciate if you would do that, so that we know that we are covered. That we know that we are covered. <clears throat> also, uh, the children's ministry, if you haven't received a flyer, make sure that you get that from either Judith or Melissa before you leave. There's some information regarding that. All right, uh, before we get our service going, let's stand, let's pray. We'll get our service going this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come boldly before your throne of grace and mercy, and we thank you so much that we can come here. We praise you, we worship you. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, you're welcome in this place. Let everything be done decently and in order. And Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that you speak to us today. Let us have ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Just quicken in our hearts, Lord, and our spirit that we are receiving a word from you today. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for your protection. We thank you for your guidance. We thank you for being with us and, and just showing confirmation even for us that we're going to Dubai and Pakistan and even going to do warfare there. I thank you, Lord, that, that you are with us and you're with the people here. Continue to bring in those to be watching online or those that should be joining here at this church that they, when they should come here and be a part of this, they're like-minded people. Amen. And Lord, we do give you praise and honor and glory ahead of time. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. You may be seated just a minute. I have another little announcement to make. So at the, um, at the prayer assembly, <laughs> Michelle and I decided anyway, we decided that we're going to give an award. We're going to give an award out to uh, who we thought was the overall best prayer warrior person at the at the prayer assembly. So I want you to see this little uh, quick video and then we're gonna present an award. Well, you know, after listening to me pray a few times, you know I got dropped on my head, right? <laughs> I say, wake up out there. We're down to 18, but you know what? As long as we got breath, if there's only one here, Jesus would have came and died for the one. And so as long as we got one behind the microphone, God is still with us. Amen? So I call the sleepers. Wake up, oh sleepers. Get up off your bed. Rise and walk. Come down to the meeting. Join in prayer. I call it forth. Angels, wake them. Shake them. Wake them up in Jesus' name. It's getting a little skinny in here. But I tell you, I'm fat in the Lord. And that's a good thing. I'm fat in the Lord. I got lots of stuff, man. I got nine fruits. I got nine gifts. I got the sword, the shield. I got my armor on. I got a lot of stuff. And I like stuff because I'm an American. And we like stuff in America. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, Satan, he has a lot of sayings that he made. And um, I re uh, rewrote one of the sayings that he made. I'm going to tell you here in a second, but it's like Tim Allen. Uh, he said it needed more power, so I rewired it. <laughs> it says, the Lord says, I float like a butterfly, I sting like a bee. That's why they call me Jehovah Nisi. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, the world, they have a lot of PhDs in I just say it's piled high and deep. And you know what? The flies are moving over that. You know, Beelzebub, he, he goes right to it because it stinks to high heaven. And 
training and equipping church that we have and that you're in, you're a part of it, it's all of you come together to join in us. You have a PhD, but it's not Powell High and Deep. It's prayer, healing, and deliverance. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Strike while the, you timing. Strike while the iron is hot. Strike while the iron is hot in Jesus' name. Father, we're still putting fire down on the altar. We're burning, burning, Lord. See our hearts and hear the cries. I decree the joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. I command the holy angels to smile while destroying the evil works of darkness. Amen. I command the holy angels to laugh in the face of all the evil works of darkness in Jesus' name. Amen. Join with us in the Lord because he sits in the heavens and laughs at his enemies. I command the holy angels to have fun while tearing up Satan's empire over America. I decree it's okay to have a good time in church. We're not weaned on a dill pickle. In our face should show the joy of the Lord. We should smile. Amen. Amen. I command you to sing praise. I'm talking to the holy angels. I command the holy angels of Yahweh God to sing praises while kicking the devil's teeth out. Hey, I decree Satan watch out for this hand. Be careful of this hand. Kapow! Kapow! I smack you. I decree a double whammy in your face. Bink! 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 I command the holy angels of Yahweh God to be a happy camper while you go about destroying Satan's kingdom in Jesus' name. Satan, how do you like me now? Take that, you dirty devil. This is fun to be a blood-bought Christian, a child of God, and exercise our authority over the spirits of darkness. We don't smile at evil. We smile at Jesus, the righteous judge, while he destroys the works of darkness. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, amen, amen. <laughs> Come on up here, Pastor Lou. And the reason he's dressed like that, he's going to do something here in just a minute. So, But we have... The Golden Pickle Award for you. <laughs> he said, we weren't weaned on dill pickle. I loved it. So it says, we weren't weaned on a dill pickle. This is called the Watchman Trumpet Prayer Award. Amen. So here you go. There you go. <laughs> well, isn't that awesome? It was, it was interesting because you want to take that on down for him because she's got to get his ready for the offering. So what happened is, is that soon he had left. And so it's like all of a sudden, I mean, those of us at four o'clock in the morning, we're getting kind of giddy at that time. Remember, Barb? We're kind of like, and then he comes up. It's like we were rolling. We were absolutely rolling. I thought, all these people missed this. They just missed this. I'm so happy I came down here early in the morning, way early in the morning. It was great. So I told him, I told him, I said, I don't know why Sunny doesn't like your jokes. You are hilarious. <laughs> but I did see her laughing. But we're... I knew, yeah, you had already left, you missed it, so he let loose. <laughs> it was great. But you know what? He let loose in the spirit realm, too. I mean, we can laugh, we have a good time in the Lord, but I'm telling you, it was powerful. 
mighty powerful. If you just, if you go back and listen to that again, it's just mighty powerful what he did. So I really do. I mean, you were awesome. Just prayer warrior tearing down strongholds. And, and so you deserve that award. You deserve a big trophy, but I think that one's kind of, kind of cool. So, you know, it's a golden deal pickle award, right? Anyway, so I'll turn this over. Do you have a mic? We have a mic for him. I'm going to turn it over to him for just a moment because uh, we, we've kind of lacked, not kind of, because of uh, live stream, when we've taken up the offering, it's been changed around because we you, do what? Yeah. So what happens is we we end up um, not really honoring the offerings um, like we should. We end up forgetting to pray over it even, and so we're going to switch it around. So from time to time, we are going to have just a quick talk. Um, we are going to take up an offering at the beginning. Of course, at the end, you can always. Um, uh, you know, bring it to the buckets. That's not a problem. So those of you that are watching online, there's a place that you can donate. And so I just encourage you to do so. The blue line at the bottom. All right. So I'll turn it over for, to you, Pastor Lou. Thank you for the Golden Pickle Award. I'm very honored. So I know we're short on time. I'll make this as quick as possible. Um, I got three things I want to do quickly. How should I start? Oh, my outfit. You look cute. <laughs> this is going to set some of you free. God hears our prayers and wants to be involved in all the little tiny things that we don't think he would be too big to be involved in. But he cares about the little things. And this is, I'm wearing a prayer. This is answered prayer. So we have training and equipping the prophet training school here, which is, um, 22 were invited. We came Saturday for a second meeting. And but so we had little gift bags, which this was in, and it was the socks, corn socks. So Leslie had prayed that I would get this. And I walked out to the table. They're in bags. You can't see what's in them. I didn't peek. There's about 30 bags out, or it looked like 30 bags out there. How many? 30 bags. So she goes, Go get a bag, and that's your prop so i went out there got one opened up had corn socks she goes i prayed that you would get that so you see god does care about the little things so don't ever think that he doesn't that's number one number two is we do deliverance over the phone and i get phone calls from people going like uh, you know we got these problems i go are you going to church no okay well they're doing it wrong that's against god's word they got to go to church if they're not going to church, Pastor Stan talked about this a week ago. Your ministry, if you're in ministry, will go nowhere, but also your spiritual life will go nowhere if you're not in church. So since I'm going to be talking about tithing this morning, we are expanding. Things are changing here at Spirit of Prophecy Church. No, there's no perfect church, but if you are one of those people who are not in church, well, I'm calling you to come to Plano, Texas. It's a wonderful city. It's a great place you don't have to watch online you can pack your bags sell your house like we did move from Iowa and come to Plano and set up shop you can come here so I'm calling you in you can't find a church you like again we're not perfect but we do training and equipping we have the five-fold ministry prayer healing deliverance and much more this is a place put your roots down if you're not growing pack your bags and come to Plano Texas and if you are online and can't move, you can support. We are expanding. You can become a ministry member, which is part of my next talk. Amen? So, the talk on tithing. Where is the clicker? 
you can see here the PowerPoint slide tithing how, um, is how to grow corn. It's really how to grow in the Lord. Luke 6:38. Given it, y'all heard this. This always is a, you know, when we tithe. But think about it. Given it should be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Men shall give into your bosom. For with the same measure you meet, with all it should be measured back to you again. And we just finished Feast of Trumpets and also Atonement. But trumpets is the windows are open. And what you're sowing, I'm not talking about tithing now. Tithing opens the windows. But your tithes and offerings, offering determines how much comes through. Amen? So tithe is a given. You know, you're not doing God a favor or yourself. That just opens the windows. The offerings on top of the tithe. Okay, here's a harvest, a corn harvest. Looks pretty good, right? 2 Corinthians 9, 6, and 7. But this I say, he which sows sparingly shall also shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. You're going, Pastor Lou, I know that. You know, that's just given. But do you know it or do you know it? Okay, somebody sowed a big harvest here. They sowed a lot, they got a lot, right? You're going to like, well, duh, I know that. If I plant one tomato seed, I won't get a lot. If I plant 50 tomato seeds, I'm going to get a lot. So it, this is a spiritual law. It's a natural law. They work hand in hand. Jesus tried to show the invisible kingdom by things that we could see, because since we can't see in the spirit, you have to, he's saying corn, wheat, goat, sheep, donkeys, chickens, all that stuff. This is a spiritual and natural law. So you, you can't, I like this analogy, you can't go to the stove and say, give me heat and then I'll put the wood in. No, you have a responsibility. You can't just wait for God to drop a golden brick on your head. Okay? I need a job. Well, don't wait for them to call. You go out and look. You have a responsibility. That's why they call it a two-edged sword. Every man, according as he purposes in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. This is also a scriptural key. You should be happy to give. Amen. Amen. I think it's time for praise and worship. Oh, okay. Let's take up an offering and... You know, you can smile. You can have fun. If you're here, Spirit of Prophecy Church, your tithes and your offerings and online. You can scroll down the blue line, right, and give. So church starts at 930. We're switching it up. I love this church because we get to do things out of the box. I like change. I know a lot of you don't like change. You want to be comfortable to not change. Well, we salute that sacred cow, and it tastes really good. So bring your tithes and offerings to the storehouse. You're not given to a church or man. You're given to God. Amen.
lower every year. <clears throat> the floor gets lower every year. Lord, I can remember <clears throat> the time before you, Lord, that I didn't give, I didn't give, I can remember the time I didn't give at all, times I gave very rarely. I would even say begrudgingly. There's times where I threw it in out of necessity. But Lord, as you know, the best times in my life are when I have made certain that the best times in other people's lives are taken care of. The best times <clears throat> in my life is when I make certain that, <clears throat> that your kingdom is taken care of. And Lord, I ask that you teach every one of us to give. Like Pastor Massey said, three things in Christianity must happen if we want to go any place in the Lord. And that is our giving must be right. Our prayers must be right. <clears throat> and our fasting must be right. And Lord, I pray these people that give, that you would, that you pour back to them, press down, shaken together and running over. And help us all to have a spirit of giving have our giving be right before you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's stand up and praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, let's put our hands together. Hallelujah. Are you guys free? Huh, I can't hear you. Are you free? Turn to the person next to you and give them a great big smile. Our God, a firm foundation, our rock, the only solid ground, as nations rise and fall. Kingdoms once strong now shaken, we trust forever in your name, the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, oh. We trust the name of Jesus. You are the only King forever. Almighty God, we lift you higher. You are the only King forever. Forevermore, you are victorious, you are the only king forever. Almighty God, we lift you higher, you are the only king forever. Forevermore, you are victorious. You are the only king forever, hallelujah, king of kings and lord of lords. Father God, we come to you to give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor. Jesus. Unmatched in all your wisdom, in love and justice you will reign, and every knee will bow. We bring our expectations, our hope is anchored in your name, in the name of Jesus. Yes, it is. 
we trust the name of Jesus. You are the only King forever. Almighty God, we lift you higher. You are the only King forever, forevermore. You are victorious. You are the only King forever. Almighty God, we lift you higher. You are the only King forever, forevermore. You are victorious. Hallelujah, Lord. Let it hear our cries, hear our prayers. Let these words not be in vain, but let it be true and worship you. Jesus, King of kings and Lord of lords, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. Our Father, our Deliverer, our Friend, Father God, you are King of kings. Hallelujah. You are the only one victorious. We lift our banner high. We lift the name of Jesus. From age to age you reign. Your kingdom has no end. We lift our banner high, we lift the name of Jesus, from age to age you reign, your kingdom has no end, you are the only king forever, almighty God we lift you higher, you are the only king forever, forevermore. You are victorious, you are the only king forever. Almighty God, we lift you higher. You are the only king forever, forevermore. You are victorious, you are the only king. Hallelujah. We waited for this day, we're gathered in your name, calling out to you. Your glory like a fire, awakening desire, will burn our hearts with truth. You're the reason we're here, you're the reason we're singing. Open up the heavens, we want to see you. Open up the floodgates, a mighty river flowing from your heart. Filling every part of our praise. Hallelujah. Jesus. With presence in this place, your glory on our face. We'll look into the sky. Descending like a cloud, you're standing with us now. Lord, unveil your eyes. 
You're the reason we're here. Come on, say it. And you're the reason we're singing. Open up the heavens. We want to see you. Open up the floodgates. A mighty river flowing from your heart. Filling every part of our praise. Yeah, open up the heavens. We want to see you open up the floodgates. A mighty river flowing from your heart. Filling every part of our praise. Show us, Lord. Show us. Show us your glory. Show us. Show us your power. Show us. Show us your glory, Lord. Show us. Show us your glory. Show us. Show us your power. Show us. Show us your glory, Lord. Oh, your glory, Lord. Oh, your glory, Lord. In this place today. Yeah, open up the heavens. We want to see you open up the floodgates, a mighty river flowing from your heart, filling every part of our praise. Open up, yeah, open up the heavens. We want to see you open up the floodgates, a mighty river flowing from your heart. Filling every part of our praise. Show us more of you, Jesus, King of Kings, Lord. Father God, we want to sing no more of you, Father God. We do, we give you all the praise and all the glory. More love and more power. Amazing love. Let this be your prayer. More love, more power, more of you in my life. More love, more power, more of you in my life. I will worship you with all of my heart. Cause I will worship you with all of my mind. I will worship you with all of my strength. You are my Lord. More love, more power, more of you in my life. 
that I was talking about would be rekindled and we could come and know you, Lord. Draw us, Lord. Call us into your kingdom, Father God. Draw me closer to you. We want more of you, Lord. Draw me. Come on, now's your time to come up here and just lay it, lay it down at the altar. Whatever, whatever is affecting you, whatever is attacking you, wherever you are, wherever you are, just 
just come as he's drawing you closer to him. Just come and just bow before the Lord. We just thank you, Lord. As they're coming, Lord, we just ask in the name of Jesus, you just draw them in. Draw them in. These that are coming, they're going to run after you. They're declaring right now as they come forth. They're drawing, being drawn by the Holy Spirit. They're going to be drawn by you, Lord. Just anoint them, Lord, right now as they come. Lord, as they've come and they've just poured out their hearts to you right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I ask as they're being drawn by the Holy Spirit that they just come and just receive Receive by the Holy Spirit that what they need of, what they have need of. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're needing a healing in your body, just raise your hands. And one of our ministers will come and pray for you. Those that I'm training in the prophetic training, if you see someone's hand raised, go and pray for them. Raise your hands if you're just needing a healing, a touch from God right now. They'll come and pray for you. Even those that are down here at the front, they're needing a healing. Look around the place. If they have their hand up, go to them. says that could lower it down just just to lower it down just a little bit you know it says not by not by might not by power but by my spirit saith the lord might means there's a gathering there's a group of people did you know that might is more than one power sometimes we try to do it in our own strength it says it's by his spirit it's his spirit what is it that you have need of it's not it's not Something that uh, that you can control, but it's by His Spirit. It's by His Spirit. Whatever your need is, you've got to say, "Lord, I submit. I give it to you right now. I give it to you. Just give it to Him right now. Whatever your need is, wherever you're hurting, whether you're hurting emotionally." Physically, spiritually, financially, wherever you're hurting, just make it known. Just make it known to Him. Just make it known to Him. Hallelujah. Just make it known to Him. Lord, I ask that those that are watching online and those that are here, they need your touch. You know, the good news is it's by your spirit and not by man's. It's by you, Lord. It's by you, Lord. It's by your spirit, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Those that need a financial blessing, raise your hand. You just declare and decree. You're saying, I need it, Lord. I need it. Raise that right hand. I need it, Lord. Pour it out. Pour out the windows of heaven and pour out that blessing, God, because I need it. I need it, Lord. This is the good news of the Lord. He will provide your needs. 
Lord, I have a need. I have a need, Lord. I need it right now, Lord. In the name of Jesus. I just ask right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, of those online and those that are here, they're saying that's me. I need an increase, Lord. I need that increase, Lord. Hallelujah. Some need a healing in their marriage. If that's you, raise your hand. I need you, Lord. I need it. I need it right now in Jesus' name. I need it right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Touch them right now where they are. Those I'm training, open your eyes. Those I'm training, open your eyes. There's people that need prayer. I need it right now. We thank you, Jesus. Lord, we want to hear by you today. It's by your spirit. It's by your spirit. Some of you just need to be healing from yourself. Keep sabotaging yourself. If that's you, just raise your hand. And those online too. Holy Spirit is not a respecter of persons. His spirit is here. It's all around. He travels to where you are, your need. All you have to do is submit and say, it's me, Lord. Lord, we're going to give you praise in all things. We're going to give you praise in all things. We're going to lift up the voice of the Lord here. We're going to give you praise, God. We're going to give you praise because of, because of your praise. No matter what's going on in our life, the devil has to leave when we praise you. It says to give the praise what all the time. Praise him in all things. As you praise him, the enemy gets confused. Why are they praising God? Don't they, don't they see what I'm doing to them? You say, go, and then you start praising the Lord. You start praising the Lord no matter what. Hallelujah. Leslie, lead us into just that hallelujah again. But we're going to lift up our voices because we're going to praise the Lord this morning. We're going to let him know how wonderful his name is. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Just let those chains fall off right now. Just lift up those voices louder to the Lord this morning. Come on, lift them up and say, chains, get off of me. I'm oh, sorry. Chains, go. Get them off. In the name of Jesus, I'm praising my God. Lift up those voices to the Lord. you got to use your mouth. Hallelujah.
Jesus. Tell someone you love Jesus. Just confess it before you before you sit down. Just let them know you love Jesus, then you can maybe see them. They decided the service wasn't over. Don't you love the Lord? Amen. You love the Lord. He's so good. He's so good. He's just, you know, he's an awesome God. And, you know, no matter what's going on in our world today, our society today, and it looks so bleak and blech. But you know what? The Lord is good. What? All the time? And all the time the Lord is good? We just have to remember that. We have to remember to praise him through it. If we praise him through it, we can get through. Amen? Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for this man of God. I thank you that you've laid a message on his heart to bring. Lord, let us have ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. And help us to remember your word as we walk out the doors today. Let it not leave with us, but let it penetrate our very being and stay with us. Let us continue to hear the message in our awake and when we're sleeping, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I give you praise and I give you honor and glory. And I thank you for anointing him from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. And bless this message in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty, just and true. Are thy ways, thou King of saints, who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name, for thou only art holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee when thy judgments are made manifest. From one new moon to another, one Sabbath to another, all flesh shall come to worship before thee. Every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. And Lord, I look forward to the time when I can go to the marriage supper of the Lamb, as we all do. To see you change from Lamb to Lion, to change from Prince to King of Kings and Lord of Lords. When you come before the Ancient of Days and it is given to you a dominion, kingdom, and a glory in your dominions, an everlasting dominion in your kingdom is that which shall not be destroyed. And Lord, we know that wisdom and might are yours. You change the times and seasons. You remove the kings. You setteth up kings. You give the wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. And Lord, we ask for your wisdom and your knowledge. And we ask that you burn your message in our heart this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So if you watch the Friday night Bible study, we talked on Acts chapter 1 and 2. So yesterday afternoon, I got on my knees, as I do, and Lord, what do you want to talk on? Acts chapter 2. Okay, erase that. Lord, we already talked on that. Okay, so Lord, what do you want to talk on? Acts chapter 2. <laughs> Delete. Okay. Lord, what do you want to talk on? Acts chapter 2. Tell them that there's about to be another Acts chapter 2. So here I am. 
I'm delivering the message. Now, yes, we're going to talk on Acts chapter 2 again, but I thought, you know, I already delivered that. And he said, no, you didn't deliver it because the people didn't hear it because they weren't there at the Friday night Bible study. So while we're going to be covering the same scriptures, it's not exactly the same message. In other words, Spirit of Prophecy Church, what God is saying to us specifically and to the nation this morning is there's about to be another Acts chapter 2. There's about to be another moving in the Spirit. As, as I've told you many times, you've heard me say it, August 8th, 2015, Saturday night, Lord, I don't have anything to say for the sermon tomorrow morning. What do you want to say? And I heard words. This is a time of miracles. As the judgment hits, so are my miracles. Miracles like no one has seen going all the way back to Adam and Eve. Tell them I will never leave them nor forsake them. I will meet the devil entry and step for step, pound for pound, everything he does, I'm going to meet the devil. I will never leave them nor forsake them. What is about to happen in the earth is something big. As a matter of fact, when I got up, people have said to me, so how is it you came up with so much information for this radio program you do every day, 30 minutes every day. I said, it comes from here. It really doesn't. Not from here. Not from here. Not from here. In other words, they're not things I see. Not things I hear. Not things I think. It comes from here. When I got up from praying, it's, I, I actually answered him out loud. I, I, but what I heard was something big is coming. And there was an excitement in my spirit. I don't know what it was. He didn't tell me audibly. But I've been breathing. I've been asking. He somehow does not exactly answer all of my requests. Hmm. Same thing with you too? <laughs> yeah, same thing. Something big. And at least to me, it was exciting. Whatever it is, something big is about to happen. Now, the problem is, is his clock moves a whole lot slower than our clock. Okay, just like that was 2015. I heard this is the time of miracles. Yeah. Can we get on with it? You know, <laughs> something big is about to happen. And he wants us to get ready because it's the beginning of something big. And I think that something big has to do with Acts chapter 2. So let's look at it. So let's start in John 20. I thought you said Acts chapter 2. <laughs> but like I say, let's start in John, John chapter 20. So as you recall, Jesus would, had just been laying in the tomb for three days. And Mary goes down to check on his body. This is early Sunday morning, right? It was the third day, right? So we'll skip that for right now. But Mary stood without the sepulcher weeping. And as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulcher. And you see that word stoop down there? That's important because these pictures are actually taken at the tomb of Jesus. Archaeologically, this is the tomb. This is what they call the uh, place of the skull or Golgotha. Now, somebody has ruined it because this little nose piece there now has all been torn out. Now, it just looks kind of like a little hole and it's been destroyed. But I took that picture. 
And let's turn on the back lights and turn off the front lights for just a moment so that they can see these pictures better. There we go. This is a picture, archaeologically, that is his tomb. And notice that originally the top went like this. Now you see the person coming out, you see the, the way they're stepping out. Well, in order to get into the tomb, you have to stoop down. Everything archaeologically about that is that really is the place. And I've talked about this, so I won't go into a lot of detail, but right there is an iron spike. The door is like 12 feet across, and it rolled, and it stopped there, this abutment here. This is a little trough that rolls down. I'm not covering all of this today, but it's 12 foot from, uh, about right, from right there to right there where it stops. That's how big the stone was. It's about mm, that thick, 12 foot across, a giant round stone, stone like a disc in the shape of like a thick coin. So when it rolled closed, it stopped here. So the angel had to shear off that iron spike. The angel rolled the door open like this, down this, and opened it. Everything about this, they believe is archeologically, that really is the place. Now, I show you that because this really is the tomb where Jesus really was laying. And I've been there several times. I actually took this picture. Here's another picture of the tomb. It took a while to change there. It's a better picture of it. And they believe that, as I recall, that's where his feet would lay, and then his head would lay up here like this. Now, let's back up and let's go to the scriptures again. So she stooped down and looked into the sepulcher, seeing two angels in white sitting, the one at the head, the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. And she say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? And she said unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I not know where they have laid him. Now let's skip on by, back to the next scripture. And when she had said this, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing, but didn't know it was Jesus. So apparently... It was probably dark. It was early in the morning. Maybe he was standing in some bushes or in a, in a shade. It just was dark, okay? Jesus said unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She, supposing him to be a gardener, said unto him, Sir, if thou born him hence, tell me where have you laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said unto her, Mary. She turned herself and said unto him, Roponi, which is to say, Master. Jesus said to her, now this is important, touch me not, for I have not yet ascended to my Father. Why did he say, don't touch me? Because he, he had just risen from the dead. He had not been to heaven to take his blood up there. Why? Because to fulfill the Levitical covenants, his blood had to drip on the Ark of the Covenant. It did three days before when the crack in the earth came, when the sword went in, and the blood and the water came out. Okay, but why do you have to go to heaven? Because in heaven is where his wedding garment is. Because Acts, or Revelation 18 says, And I saw when the Lamb opened... Excuse me. No, Revelation 6, 1 there. Jump. Uh, Revelation 19 says, And he was given many crowns and a vesture dipped in his blood, his own blood. So when he returns, he returns on white horses with us in the rears. The army's in heaven. That's going to be us. We're going to be returning with him on white horses. And he is going to be wearing a vesture dipped in blood. 
I believe it's going to be totally white, but there's going to be some spots of blood on it. I do not think that's like many pictures show that it is all red. I do not think that. I think it's just dipped in the blood. Then on the vesture and on his thigh, a name written King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Now, let's go back to this. So he says, don't touch me. In other words, at this point, he's undefiled. He has not taken his blood to put it on the, uh, the wedding garment yet. For I'm not ascended to my father, but, I, but go to my brethren and say to them, I ascend unto my father and your father, to my God and to your God. So Mary Magdalene came to hold the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that, she had, and that he had spoken these things to her. Now you can try to imagine. So the, the disciples didn't get it that Jesus was going to die. He told them several times, but they didn't get it. And we've heard things before that we didn't get either. So she comes up, she says, okay, look it, I saw Jesus. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. And Elvis is still alive too, right? <laughs> They're holding him at Walmart. <laughs> so the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut. Notice the doors were shut. So the disciples ran with the doors shut. Why? Because they were afraid of the Jews. Then came Jesus into them and stood in the midst with the doors shut. So he walks through walls. By the way, how many doors and windows are in the New Jerusalem? How many doors and windows are in the New Jerusalem? Why? Because we don't need doors and windows in our glorified body, our light body. It moves through space and time at the speed of thought. We don't need doors and windows. Now there's gates at the, at the wall around it, 12 gates. But there's angels at those gates, and the only ones that get past those gates are the ones whose name is in the book of life. Okay, so let's go on. So Jesus stood in the midst of them. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands. He showed them the side. His disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Then Jesus said to them, Peace be unto you, my Father has sent me, even so I send you. Even so I send the Spirit of Prophecy Church. I send all of the people that are washed in my blood, Right? So we've been sent. Did he send us in empty and did he send us without power? No. He gave us directions. He said, I've given you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, but nothing by any means shall hurt you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them. <sighs> <sighs> And he gave them the Holy Spirit, right? Receive the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins you remit. What does that mean, remit? We can forgive sins? That's what it says. I didn't write the stuff. I'm just delivery boy. Whosoever sins you remit, they're remitted. Whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. But Thomas. Now, one of the twelve called Didymus was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to them, We've seen the Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The one I saw hanging on the cross three days ago, that one? Yeah, 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 he came here. Mm-hmm. Probably a pre-trib rapture too, right? <laughs> I got one laugh. I got <laughs> one laugh. This is supposed to be fun, right? Okay. 
guys take it too serious. We've seen the Lord. Thomas says, except I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and thrust my hand inside, I will not believe. After eight days again, disciples were with him, Tom, Thomas with them, and then came, now this is eight days later. So now the doors are shut. He stood in the midst and said, peace be to you. So he says, reach hither thy finger and hold my hands and reach hither thy hand and thrust it into my side and be not faithful to believe me. You can imagine when he put his finger into the nail holes, put his hand into where the spear went into the side. And what did he say? My Lord and my God. Now, Thomas was in the best position to convince others that because he can say, look, you see that finger? I put it in the hole. See this finger? I put it in the hole. I, I promise you, I saw Jesus. He was in a very posi a good position to convince others he'd really seen him. But what did Jesus say? Thomas, because you have seen, you believe. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet believe. Amen. Blessed are those that have not seen yet but these things are written that they might believe Jesus Christ, the Son of God, that believeth you might have life through his name. So then Simon Peter says, hey guys, I'm going to go fishing. The rest of them said, okay, I'll go with you. But they didn't realize it was Jesus with them. So Jesus said unto the children, do you have any meat? That's supposed to be all yellow there. Do you have any meat? Got anything to eat? No, we don't. Okay, well, cast the net on the right side of the ship and you'll find they therefore cast now, and they were not able to draw in for the multitude of fishes. Why did he say that? See, because the first, they'd been fishing all night long, and the one side, they caught nothing. Except you abide in me, you can do nothing. But I can do all things through Christ that strengtheneth me, right? So they cast the nets into the right side, and then the, the nets were full. Now, how many fish did they catch? When the day was full, Pentecost was fully come, oh, well, I guess I skipped that part. Yes, that's, it's 153 fish, right? And I believe that's 153 nations at the time Jesus returns. Right now, I think the last number was 198, so we will see. Anyway, now let's jump to Acts chapter 2. This is what I was supposed to bring to you. When the day of Pentecost, what is Pentecost? Well, Pentecost is one of the feasts. Let me jump over here. There. Okay, so there are seven feasts. There's one, Passover. Two is unleavened bread. I know you guys know all this. Three is first fruits. Four is Pentecost. There's what we're talking about. Pentecost, and then trumpets, and then atonement, and then tabernacles. Okay, so now let me give you a quick overview. Jesus died on Passover. He was our Passover lamb. Passover was also the night that the angel passed over those people that had put the blood of the lamb on the doorpost back in the days of Moses. Then the unleavened bread in the days of Moses, when they took the kneading troughs, threw them on their shoulders, and they left literally in the middle of the night and ran down to the uh, the, uh, the the sea of, of uh, the Red Sea, where they passed over. And first fruits was the day or the morning that they passed over. Now in the days of Jesus, Jesus was the Passover lamb. He was in the, the uh, earth for three days. That's the unleavened bread because he is without sin. He was the first 
fruits of them that slept, not the first fruits of the harvest. The first fruits of the harvest is the 144,000. Now I'm touching a little prophecy, which I'm going to get away from for today, or I won't make my point today. So anyway, the next time Jesus returns, it's on first fruits. He walks around for 50 days, and then we go to the marriage supper of the Lamb on a future Pentecost. This is where he is crowned King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and he's given uh, many crowns of extra different blood and a white horse. We, on the other hand, we are the we. He is the bride. I'll be back up. He is the groom. We are the bride. We only get a wedding garment, and then about four months later, back over here, we get a white horse to return to watch him destroy the enemies. Now, back up because. He was just talking about Pentecost. So here's where we are here. Now let's back up, back up, back up. Here we go. So when Pentecost was fully come, they were all in a Honda. and No, they were all in one accord. Some of you, yeah, some of you missed that. Okay, all right. So they're all in a, one accord in one place. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. It filled all the house where they were sitting. I believe that the message that God wants me to bring to us today is I think that this is about to repeat. History repeats itself. Prophecy repeats itself. And I believe he's saying to every one of us, get ready to use the name of Jesus. Get ready to see miracles like no one has seen going all the way back to Adam and Eve. I don't know what those miracles are, but I believe they're going to be humdingers. Big ones. So I believe that we're going to, I believe in our days, we're going to see a sound from heaven, like a mighty rushing wind. I believe we're going to see that. And appeared upon them cloven tongues as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they're all filled with the devil and began to speak with other tongues as well, see, that's what they taught me as a child in the church I went to. But that's not what the Bible says, is it? They were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. I was taught speaking of tongues is of the devil. But that's not what the Bible says. See, sometimes when we don't have something of God or we don't understand something of God, then we preach the wrong thing. So... They were filled with the Holy Ghost, began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And they were dwelling at Jerusalem, Jews, devout men of every nation under heaven. Now when this was noised abroad, they didn't have radio programs then, the multitude came together and were confounded because every man heard them speak in his own language. They were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not these, these guys Galileans? Then you want to tell me? How come I'm hearing Galileans talking my own language? So I actually took the time to count this up. The Medes, Elamites, dwellers of Mesopotamia, Judea, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, Asia, Pergamum, Pamphylia, uh, Egypt, Libya, Cyrene, Rome, Jews, proselytes. There's actually 18 different languages there. 18 different languages. One language is spoken. So Peter gives the gospel. Now, how long do you think it takes to explain the gospel? 10, 15 minutes, mm, pretty hard, right? Probably more like 30, maybe 45 minutes. So do you think he gave the gospel 18 different languages? 
Or do you think he's spoken in one language, as it said, Galilean language? Oh, no, he spoke in Texan, and they understood in Eastern language and Northern. And No, he spoke in Galilean, but they understand it in the 17 other languages. As I said Friday night, <clears throat> I remember Dimitri told me a story. He said he'd been invited to speak to a bunch of group of, of, of Germans to give his testimony. And he explained to him, said, well, you know, uh, I don't have a German to Romania or Romanian to German interpreter, so you'll have to furnish one. They said, okay. So they showed up and went to a church and they introduced him. He got up and gave his testimony for about an hour in Romania. And when he was done, he sat down. People came up and asking him questions in Germany. He said, I, I, I don't understand German. I said, what are you talking about? You've just been talking perfect German for the last hour. Our God made, they say that they've divided the languages into 6,000 different languages. Our God made all of them. So translation to him is not a problem. I remember tell you a story about, hmm, let me think. Shield, ask Leslie how long ago. Because if I say seven years, she'll say eight years. If I say ten years, she'll say Noah's nine years. You're going to get the truth out of Leslie. Because she's got that steel trap memory, right? So I had taken my wedding ring off. And I, I thought I set it on top of the speakers next to the TV. And we had kind of been looking for it for the last two or three days. We couldn't find it. So finally, we actually prayed and we said, Lord, show us where it is. We actually actively got searching for my wedding ring all around the house. Couldn't find it. So the next morning, I'm in my office and Leslie comes walking in with my finger. <laughs> she came walking in with my ring on her finger like this and she says, Here's your, your ring. I said, oh, great, great. Where'd you find it? Oh, it, it was in the jewelry cleaner. I said, it wasn't either. I said, I looked there. She said, did you look inside that little ball of the kids? Kind of like a screen door, like a little round screen ball. Did you look inside it? I said, no. She says, well, it was in there. Oh. I said, how'd you find it? She says, the Lord told me. And walked out. So I walked in and I sat down in front of her in the chair and I looked right at her eyes. I said, how did he tell you? She said, well, the Lord told me. I said, well, exactly what were the words he said. Yeah, see, this is, see, I can't remember anything until it comes down to the details of what the Lord does. Then you gotta listen to me because I remember every detail. It's like all of a sudden God turns on a, a memory stick. And I can remember all those details. Weirder. Weirder. So, what were the words? Well, you know, he told me where your ring was. I said, yeah, I understand that. I said, 
but exactly what were the words? She ducked her head and she says, well, I haven't told you that part. Well, tell me, you know, what was, I want to know exactly what the words were. She says, well, the angel came to me last night and told me your ring was in the jewelry cleaner. I said, well, what were the words? I mean, <laughs> they were English, right? She says, well, actually, no. They, no, they weren't English. I said, they weren't English? They weren't English. Well, then, what were they? She says, well, I don't know. I said, well, what did they sound like? She says, I don't know. I can't make those sounds. Try. She said, I, I can't. I said, okay. <clears throat> You're saying an angel came to you in the night and spoke in some language that you can't understand. You can't make the sounds, but he spoke to you and told you where my ring was. She said, yes. But you can't make the sounds. She said, no. I said, well then, so he makes the sounds and you understand it, but it's not English, but you understand it. She said, yeah. Well, that explains everything. <laughs> When God decides to do a miracle, he can do it. And I know, I know, because we are the generation that has not been able to see very many miracles. I mean, let's just be honest about it. How many times we've prayed for miracles for people, we got egg on our face, it didn't come to pass. I don't think that that's saying God can't do it. I think it's saying God isn't ready to do it. Why? Because I think that there's a date on the calendar just like Jeremiah 19, 16 through 21 says, O Lord, my strength and my fortress and my refuge in the day of affliction. That word day of affliction, that means the seven-year tribulation. The Gentiles who come to thee from the ends of the earth and shall say, Surely our fathers have inherited lies, vanity, and things wherein there is no profit. And have made in themselves gods that are not gods. Therefore, this once, I will show them. I, I will cause them to know. I will cause them to know my hand and my might, and they shall know that my name is Jehovah. One time, and only one time in all of the 6,000-year human history, God is about to show what he can do. Because what we're coming into <clears throat> is a great battle like never has been fought. A great battle between light and darkness, literally between Lucifer and Jesus, between Lucifer and his Moloch and Baal worshipers and those people that listen to him and Jesus and those people that listen to him. That's what we're, we're already in the early phases, but it's about to hit like a vengeance. I have nine different people just this year, Leslie being one of the nine, that has had dreams of a food shortage coming. A big food shortage. Now, just yesterday... <clears throat> Well, I, I'll back up, but like probably a week ago, HalTurnerRadioShow.com had on there that, uh, well, there's all these massive earthquakes hitting La Palma. Well, what is La Palma? It's a volcanic island out in the Canary Islands, way on the other side of the Atlantic.
But I remember seeing a Nat Geo, a National Geographic special, uh, probably five, six years ago, and it talks about how this volcano, so this is a volcano, but it has these upward cracks in it where water fills in, the rainwater fills in, and they're afraid that if one of these cracks breaks, then like half of this whole volcano could just slide right down into the ocean, sending a tsunami across the Atlantic and just devastating the eastern seaboard. So he says all kinds of earthquakes have been hitting specifically in one area of the La Palma Islands, and I think it is the Moloch and Ball worshipers using some of their high technology. You remember Tesla came up with an earthquake machine. So while most people don't know about it, it's really old technology. What? Why are they doing this? Because they are actually actively trying to cause this mountain to slide into the ocean, the ocean to run across the ocean and devastate the East Coast. Why? Because as Benjamin Fulford was told, we have ruled this planet for thousands of years and will continue to rule it or destroy it. So in that, something big is about to happen. In that, the Spirit of God is about to hit our earth in a way that we have never seen before. In that, we're about to get a new financial system. And there's about to be a lot of people blessed, along with a lot of people hurting. <clears throat> and in that there's about to be massive arrests of many of these Moloch and Baal worshipers, this is their threat that they're trying to make good. These are the people that actually and actively and openly worship Lucifer, worship Moloch and Baal, the cow god, and they believe in human sacrifice. They believe in killing people, eating their flesh, drinking blood, in the blood products, they are the people behind drug trafficking, human trafficking, sex with children, Hollywood, and most of the filth and the corruption and the death in America. These are the people behind it. So to them, killing six million Jews in World War II was worship to their God. You're sick. No, I'm not sick. Those people are sick. So what we're seeing is a great battle taking place. <clears throat> And I believe that those earthquakes took place, were caused. But I do not have, here's the good news, I do not have one dream, not one of recent saying that a tsunami is about to hit the East Coast. No one. No one. In other words, ain't going to happen. Amos 3.7 says, Surely the Lord God would do nothing except to reveal his secret to his servants, the prophets. If there was about to be a tsunami hit the East Coast, God would have known about it, right? And he would have told his prophets. And probably one of them would have told me, and I would have told you. That's the way it works. So what is coming? Food shortage. What is coming? Death of the dollar. That's what the prophets really say. Now, let's go back to this. In those days, 18 different languages heard the gospel. In these days... We can have something put on the internet and the whole world hears it in the process of a few days. All of the languages. I mean, you can go onto Google right now and just click translate. And you can translate any language to English right now. These days are returning except for their return according to the prophets sevenfold. Revelation 6 says, And I heard a voice in the midst of the beast say, A measure of wheat for a penny. And three measures of barley for a penny, and see thou hurt not the oil and the wine. 
I cannot tell you the different things that I have done, the different researchers, the different prayers. For years, I've been trying to figure this out. But just last night, or yesterday afternoon, preparing for this message, I got the revelation to understand it. Who is the wheat? Right? Where is the wheat? Here's the wheat. Who is the wheat? And who are the barley? Okay, let's go back to our... Here, this. Who is the barley? Well, that's the Jews. The barley harvest is 144,000. Okay, who is the wheat? What are these arrayed in white robes? Whence came they? Sir, thou knowest these are they which came out of great tribulation. Washed the robes, made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore they before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. It's us. Us. Amen. We're the wheat. Wheat opposed to the tares. So, back up. So when it says, see thou hurt not, excuse me, when it says, a measure of wheat for a penny, three measures of barley for a penny, it's saying the, the penny is the standard of measurement. So it's saying three times more Jews will get saved in the tribulation than the Gentiles. That's what it's saying. I never saw that until just yesterday. Totally, it's like just popped into my head. I saw it. Why? The angel that spoke to Dimitri said that <clears throat> the time is going to come when the Gentile book of life is filled, all the names of the Gentile book of life are filled, and they all come in, then God's attention moves from the Gentiles to the Jews. That's the seven-year tribulation. Because at that time, he's going to be concentrating on getting his people in. But, according to the courtroom in heaven vision that Maurice Scalar had, and I believe he's hearing from God, he said that the tribulation cannot start until every name that is in the Gentile book of life comes in. Then they move to the Jewish book of life. So we're not in the tribulation yet, but there's about to be a great move of God. God is about to touch. He's about to send his heart. He's about to send his power to turn the hearts of people to come in. And we're about to see it. If I'm making my point, I'm saying that very soon. Now, our very soon, God's very soon is not the same. But God's very soon, <laughs> there's about to be something big hit. There's about to be a great move of the Spirit. A move of the Spirit, a mighty move of the Spirit like we've never seen. I want to be a part of it. You do too, right? Amen. I made my point, so I'm going to move on. Back up. Okay, so back to our story. So Peter, standing in the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Here's the sermon. You men of Galilee, and ye that dwell in Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken to my words. For these people are not drunken, as you suppose, seeing as but at the third hour of the day. In other words, they're nine o'clock in the morning, they're not drunk. This is that which is spoken to the prophet Joel. It shall come to pass in the last days. I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Now, what he's about to discover, but to, to reveal here, back up, back up, change. These charts are, they take longer to, to change than the others. Anyway, what he's about to discover, about to discuss here, in the <clears throat> fourth vial, remember the, the voice that spoke to me said that seven seals play over seven years. The seven trumpets play over the last seven months. The seven vials play over the last seven days. So it's seven years from here to here, it's seven months from here to here, and it's seven days from here to here. 
So there'll be a time when the sun gets seven times hotter, Isaiah 30, verse 26. The next day, it totally goes out. The sun totally flames out. And then the, the, when there's 48 hours left, then the Euphrates is dried up to allow the kings of the east to come down for the battle of Armageddon. That's where Jesus destroys all of the tares. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. So what he's discussing here is he is believing it's here. Well, it's some 2,000 years down the road. But again, it's history or it's prophecy repeating. That's the point that I'm trying to make. He says, I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. So when I dream a dream, it proves I'm an old man. Because you'd never know other than that, see, right? And on my servants, that's the men, and on the handmaidens, that's the women, both men and women are included in this. I will pour out those days my spirit, and they shall prophesy. I show wonders in the heaven above, signs in the earth beneath, and blood, fire, vapor of smoke, and the sun should be turned into darkness, and the moon and the blood, before the great and notable day of the Lord comes. Which is saying... Before the day of the Lord comes here, I'm waiting for it to change. There, this is the day of the Lord. All of this takes place here. Now let's back up. About done. So, let me skip past that. Okay. You men of Israel, hear these words, Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles, wonders, and signs. In those days, the Jews required a sign. In the last days, we have to be, be aware, beware, I would say it that way, beware, be suspicious of signs, wonders, and miracles. Unless those signs, wonders, and miracles are pointing them to Jesus, right? If the, <laughs> what, they, what they're about to do here is heal someone, and the, the point of the healing is it points them to Jesus. It validates Jesus. Then we know it's genuine. But there's the Antichrist is going to call fire to the sky and the, and, the, and the sight of men and to see them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the first beast. A man approved to God among you miracles, signs, and wonders which God did by him in the midst of you, as ye yourself also know. Him, being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, ye have taken, and by wicked hands, the wicked hands of the Jews, have crucified and slain Jesus, whom God raised up from the dead, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that death should hold him. For David speaks concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand, and I should not be moved. So he's quoting scripture to the Jews. <clears throat> he's trying to convince the Jews that Jesus really was the Christ, the Messiah. But, man, if you've ever tried to talk to a Jew, like, about Jesus is like talking to a telephone pole. Therefore did my heart rejoice and my tongue was glad. Moreover, all my flesh shall rest in hope. Because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Complicated to get into that, so I'll keep moving. Thou hast also made me uh, the ways of life. Thou shalt make me full of joy with thy countenance. Men and brethren, let me skip on down here. And Jesus God has raised up Whereof all your witnesses. So the point of the healing was to prove that Jesus Christ is sitting on the throne. 
Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized. Talk about repent. What is repent? Repent means that you realize that you've made some mistakes. I actually talked to a woman one time and she says, Well, I try to live a, a good life. I don't think I've made any mistakes. Well, the Bible says that we were born in sin. In other words, it's like when Adam and Eve ate of that fruit, it's like they ate of it, it caught a virus. And that virus was handed down through the generations. And before you and I were even born, we were already sinners. We were born in sin. But then, of course, the devil comes along and talks us into stealing and killing and lying. And, well, maybe not killing, but <laughs> pretty bad things. So repent says, okay, okay, okay. I've made a mistake. I've messed up. I've lied. I've stolen. I did people wrong. Blah, 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 blah. And I won't do it again. Will we do it again? Yeah, yeah, we will do it again. <laughs> But we're, but we're, but we're going to do our best not to. The difference between a Christian and a non-Christian is Christians still make mistakes. But our heart and our objective is to not make mistakes. But when we make mistakes, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We don't want to continue to sin. Hope, oh, I, I can do whatever I want to do. I'll just ask Jesus later to forgive me. That's what you call walking on the blood of Christ. Repent. It means, yes, I realize I made a mistake. I want another chance. I won't do it again. At least I'll do my best not to do it again. And be baptized. That means we are wholly dunked in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name, all the way down in the... In the water, the water doesn't do anything. The water doesn't cleanse us. It's the blood of Christ. But it's a picture of being baptized in the blood of Christ. The old stand dying and the new creature arising Christ. Repent, be baptized, everyone, in the name of the Jesus Christ for the remission. That means the washing. The remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. When we get baptized... Every time, 100%, we get the gift of the Holy Ghost. But are we filled with the Holy Spirit? I think we're not filled with the Holy Spirit until we ask for the filling. Okay? Just because you got a drop of the water doesn't mean you got a glass full. Right? I see everybody's head shaking, yes. <clears throat> then, <clears throat> then they gladly received his word and were baptized the same day they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. I think I've made my point. So, what I believe that God wanted me to bring to you today is this. Our world as we have known it has changed. As of August 24th, when the Saudis signed an agreement to have the Russians protect them, that is the death of the petrodollar. And we're going to see the dollar, hopefully, hopefully, sliding slowly. But that's not what the prophecies say. The prophecies say 
it will fall like almost overnight. People will lose their wealth almost overnight. Now, the flesh side of me wants to say, oh, no, no, no. But the spiritual side of me says, it's about time. All these people don't think they need Jesus. Just talking to my nephew last night, went to a prom. Are there a lot of uh, Christians in high school these days? He said, no, it's pretty much all gone now. I said, so what are they? Just nothings? He said, yeah, or drugs. I think what he's saying is, get ready to use the name of Jesus. Yes, there's some hard times coming, but the hard times aren't designed for us. The hard times are designed to take the pride out of the people that say they don't need to go to church, they don't need the Bible, they don't need Jesus, they don't need none of this stuff, they're doing just fine. So we're going to take the just fine away, so all of a sudden they realize, oh, I do need Jesus. Most of the people... <clears throat> that have found Jesus, found him at a particular low point, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, something like that. So he's going to pull the rug out from under them so that they can discover that they're not such a hot shot, that they're not such that doesn't need him. And as a result of that, it's going to give us the opportunities we've all been looking for to be able to witness to Jesus. I don't want to see the bad things come, but I think God is going, he's promised us many times. He is going to take care of us. Matter of fact, I'm going to say, I don't think that we should be, what's the right word? We should be concerned. That's not the right word. I don't think we should be in a lot of fear. I don't think we should lose sleep over the trouble that's coming. I think God is going to take care of us. I, I know God is going to take care of us. If we're already saved, then the testing is not for us. If we're, if we're already saved, then we should be able to say hot dog instead of doggone. Right? Because we should be looking forward to a time. Right now, it takes a thousand to win one person to Jesus. But the time is going to come when one person wins a thousand. And that's our heart. That's what we look forward to. That's, that's why we're here. Who would come in and listen to this kind of sermon that is not looking forward to the time when... The Gentiles who say unto thee from the ends of the earth say, Surely our fathers in heaven inherited lies, vanity, and things when there is no prophet, and have made in themselves gods that are not God. Therefore, this once, I will cause them to know. I will cause them to know my hand and my mind, and they shall know that my name is Jehovah. This one time, I'm going to show the world what I can do. I'm going to show the world that the devil's a liar, that I'm the real king, I'm the real Christ, and I'm going to, I think we're going to see people by the millions come into the kingdom. The greatest soul winning in history is about to start. I don't want to miss it. I think God has sent you into this church by his hand, not an accident, to get you prepared. So, if you want to become a member, here's how you do it. You go to Spirit of Prophecy Church or prophecyclub.com and you click on that button right there and you go in and become a member. That's saying to God, I want to join this group. I want to be a part of a group that is King James only, is not pre-trib, believes in the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, and wants to win souls. 
Then, if you are watching online, we encourage you to click like, share, and subscribe. And we also encourage you to pray a prayer. I'm going to pray in just a minute. So we go through this every Sunday, so I'll make it quick. But John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We have to realize we're all sinners, and we can't earn it. It's by grace. It's a gift. Having eternal life, it's a gift. And the way we get that eternal life is confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shall be saved. With the heart man believeth unto righteousness, but with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. It's simply saying, it's not enough to say it, not really believe it. It's not enough to believe it and never say it. See, a Muslim can deny or or a Buddha can deny their God. We can't. Matthew 10, 32 and 10, 33 says, Whosoever confesses me before men, him will I confess before my Father which is in heaven. Whosoever denies me before men, we can't deny Jesus. I mean, like the girl in Columbine. The guy puts the, the, the gun up to her head. If you believe in Jesus, you're dead. Deny him. I believe in Jesus. Boom. This is not our home. We're just passing through. All she did is get a higher resurrection. Amen. Confess with your mouth, believe in your heart, repent, be baptized, as we just talked about. So, let's all say this prayer. I say it again every day. Let's say it together. And you folks online, pray it with me. Let's say it. Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father I admit I'm a sinner. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, died on the cross, arose three days later. I receive his blood to wash my sins away, to write my name in the book of life, to keep me holy, and to save me in the day of trouble. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you just prayed that prayer, it's important now that you tell someone. You can tell someone, or you can also send me an email to the email that you're seeing on the screen right now. Send an email say, hey, I prayed that prayer. Now, I have not got an email in about six weeks. So that's telling us nothing but wheat is watching. So you wheat, go find some tares, and get them to watch. Well, that is correct. I know it sounds, that is correct, right? That's correct, right? And Lord, we ask that you would help us to be good wheat. Help us to be salty, to spread your name around and to change people's hearts. Help us to know and to believe your word and your power and use us in these last days when souls in Jesus' name and the congregation said, now, if you're online and you'd like to give, just slide down the little blue line and click on it, and it takes you over to a wonderful world where you can give. Or it might be taking you this way. But anyway, and if you're in uh, the audience and you didn't give earlier, the buckets are open if you'd like to give. And if you'd like to have a prayer, you'd like to have Leslie or I or uh, Prophet Sunhi or Lou, one of the ministers pray for you, come on up. We'd be happy to pray for you. God bless you. Thank you for coming.